for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we are back at it again with another amazing podcast. It is day two of our 25 days of Christmas. It is a series that I've wanted to do uh, for a few years now, but never really had the tenacity to get it set up and finish it and all that fun stuff. So here we are. I finally felt like I was in the right place to get everything going and we've got our second guest Demi Michelle how's it going today Demi hi I'm doing fantastic I hope you're doing well too I cannot believe that it's December 1st that is insane to me this year flew it really did it 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 did I I have no other words for it it's um (laughs) it's just one of those things where this year was really good in a lot of ways and really bad in a lot of a lot of other ways um but you know it's all about growth and all that fun stuff so i'm just uh glad glad we're kind of getting to the end of it and we're gonna see uh what 2023 has to offer mm-hmm, for sure absolutely so, awesome well uh before we kind of jump into everything i know you just released a christmas song what was that last friday yeah yep last friday that's how that math works uh you just released a new song last friday and we'll definitely jump in and chat about it a little bit but um i do want to congratulate you uh you uh, when we had you on the uh pan can fundraiser you were talking about uh you were in the process of writing a novel for uh what was it novel national novel writing month yeah yep national novel writing month um and you finished your novel correct yeah, I just finished it yesterday. I wrote every single day in November, 30 days straight, and I finished the whole book, and it is 73,311 words. How many pages does that equate to? Um, or does it kind of depend on like the formatting <laughs> of the book? I'm not sure in pages because I didn't haven't put in all the chapters in one document yet, but it's probably like like in the high end of 200, low end of 300. Oh, wow. Okay. Because I've always been interested in the idea of writing a book, but it's just when I see big numbers like, oh, it's got to be 10,000, 20,000 words. I'm like, that's a lot of words. And then I sit down and write and I like write for a day and I've got like 1500 words down and I'm like, man, I'm never going to make it. It's just not going to happen because I'm starting to like ramble and make no sense and all this stuff so yeah yeah it was fun um, I, i'm really happy i did it and i'm very proud of myself that i ended up finishing the whole book because it's it was a crazy ride but i'm happy it's over because in december i'm planning on chilling <laughs> nice nice what, what's the uh plan with the novel are you going to publish it or are you going to just kind of get it together yeah. and see kind of where it where it sits So the goal is to publish. I actually have two other manuscripts that I wrote when I was in graduate school that Mm -hmm. I'm currently querying to literary agents. I haven't gotten an agent yet, but 
like I think it's really important to just keep writing and keep trying. So this project, if one of the first two don't get an offer, this is going to be the next project that I try to get an agent with. So right now I'm just gonna, I'm going to let it sit for a little, a little while. I don't want to mm. look at it anymore right now, but in a couple of months, I'm going to revisit it and see if any revisions need to be made. Yeah. I, I think that's important. Just you put, you went so hard at it and you know, for throughout the month of November and it's written, it's complete. Just kind of give it, give it some time just to kind of go back and read it and, you know, take a break from, from the whole process. So, yeah. um, so it really hasn't been that long since we've had you on, I would say, actually it's been two weeks. <laughs> I think, I think, I th yeah, it's been two weeks since we've had you on the podcast, which is weird. And for people that are, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's such a weird um, stretch of time because it's it's only been two weeks, but it's probably been maybe 40 podcast interviews in between then and now because <laughs> we, did, we did the fundraiser thing. And yeah, so it's a, uh, it was interesting, um, which I do really appreciate you jumping on that. And uh, it, it made it all the better because you know, it, it was fun just bringing in all these different musicians that mm -hmm. I've met throughout the throughout my time doing the podcast over the last six and a half years, you know. Um, well, six and a half years. That's crazy. Um, yeah. So, but uh, I, once again, I do really appreciate you and your support and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, how, how did you feel that the uh, from like just I don't know how much of it you actually got to sit down and watch. How, how did you feel that it went? from a, like a viewer's perspective or a participant's. Yeah, no, I think it went, I think it went amazing. And I actually did like, as soon as I woke up like that morning, I hopped on and I watched a couple of the artists and I watched them after me as well, just to show support to them. Mm -hmm. And I think like, it was so awesome seeing like all the posts, seeing everybody sharing it and seeing like your updates throughout. I think it went really well. And I'm so honored I got to be part of it this year because I saw it when you did it last year. And I think that's mm -hmm. around the time when I first discovered Live and Amplified. And I was like, oh, mm -hmm. that's really cool. And so like keeping up with everything that you've done like i was really excited when you mentioned that you were doing it again so i think yeah. it went amazing and congratulations on another year yeah for sure it's uh it's definitely something that we're going to continue doing i've already uh been reached out to by pancan and their organization um like the day like literally the day after the stream they messaged me and asked me how things went and i met or emailed them and i was like give me like a week to kind of process everything and I'll kind of <laughs> like slowly write down what I think went well, what didn't go well, where the room for improvement is, you know, things that we should look at for next year. And they're like, okay, cool. And so the Friday after Thanksgiving, when I was like really just able to focus in, I was like, all right. And I sent them like a whole two page document. of <laughs> This is what I think went well, what didn't go well, what I'd like to see. And uh, we're supposed to sit, I don't know if we'll sit down this year, but maybe early next year and we'll just kind of go over it because obviously with the holidays and everything. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's really awesome that like you're making a point to say, okay, this is what works. And then these are the things that we can do better because that was your second year, right? Mm -hmm. like, yep. Yeah. So, so like you're still early in the process and I think you did an amazing job this year and last year. So mm -hmm. it was like really cool to see like where it is now and then plans for the future to make it grow yeah because it was 
one of those interesting things where I was talking to a few people. This year, we didn't raise as much money as we did last year. Uh, but last year, what people tend to tend to forget about that whole process was last year, it was over three days for 18 hours a day. Mm-hmm. So just the content and just kind of being in front of everybody. And plus we had, I think we had 80 some artists the first time around. So it was like oh, three wow, days, yeah. you know, so we had a whole bunch of artists and whatnot. And so mm-hmm. it was more like more overall eyes, you know, all that stuff. But this year, even though our total donations were down, the donations per the dollars per donation was up. So it was like we were getting or we were getting more donations, more donations at a lesser um, amount per person. So we were getting okay. more donators. But, you know, so that was kind of an interesting yeah. thing. And then, uh, yeah, so. Cool. There, there was a lot of, I did a lot of analytics into it and I'm like, okay, so this was up, this, like everything was up across, like other than the total amount, everything else was up across the board. So it's mm-hmm. like, okay, we just got to kind of find that sweet spot because I don't want to do three days in a row. Like that's yeah. going to kill me. It wasn't fun the <laughs> you first know, time. I would know, like, I could tell, I was like, you seemed a little tired. <laughs> and I was like, I couldn't, like, never, like, shout out to you for doing it because I'd be, like, passed out by, like, halfway through. Well, it's funny because my goal with the podcast, and I'm trying to just kind of find the right time to do it, is there is a Guinness World Record for the longest live streamed podcast. Mm. and it's like 56 hours or something oh, wow. and so basically it's just like the longest continuous streamed podcast mm-hmm. and it doesn't necessarily have to be me it just has to be the same stream with the same basic content and you know you can kind of jump in and out with different guests yeah but you know th- there is limitations to that stuff and i'm like one of these <laughs> days we'll get there so yeah for sure but yeah, so um, let's kind of jump into you and what you got going on. I know you, we mentioned it earlier. You got a new single that's out, uh, Winter Cold, uh, dropped last Friday. Uh, how long have you been working on this project? So this is really interesting. So what I like to do is I like to release an original Christmas song every year. And this is my third one. And what I started to do was I would write the Christmas single for the next year during Christmas. So like I wrote this Christmas song last Christmas and I'm going to write a Christmas song this Christmas for next year. And this song actually came from, I did a course with Andrea Stolpe and I've done quite a few things with her retreats and other classes. And it was, it was called the 30 minute songwriter. And it ran from like the end of November to the end of end of December last Mm -hmm. year. And I was like right in the, in the time when I wanted to write a Christmas song. And so I got the idea for the song during that class. And I wrote like most of it during that class. And then obviously revised and finished it up earlier, like at the beginning of this year. And I just loved it so much and I was really excited to record it. And just seeing the song come to life in the studio was really amazing because piano is my main instrument. So anytime I get to play 
live piano on the actual piano, not a keyboard, but the actual piano is mm -hmm. really special for me. And I did the piano in one take. And then my producer's son, Brett, is incredible with saxophone. So I got him to play saxophone on it. And that was the first time I had saxophone on any of my tracks. So just the whole thing felt very festive, very fun. And we actually recorded it in July. So it was like a Christmas in July kind of thing. Yeah. Really hot out. And it was really ironic because the song was called Winter Cold and it's like a thousand degrees outside. Yeah. Um, but it was really fun and I'm so happy it's out and I hope everybody likes it. Awesome. Awesome. You know, we were yesterday uh, for the first day of uh, 25 days of Christmas, we were having this exact conversation about the, the, the struggle of actually writing Christmas music and kind of trying to find the right time frame because it's like, it's really hard to get into the Christmas mood and start writing <laughs> Christmas music in July, August, but you don't necessarily want to write it the previous Christmas. And then, you know, they're like, there's a whole thing, but yeah, it's kind of interesting that you prepare for the next year, the previous year. That, yeah. That's kind of cool. And yeah, I, mean, I like being in the mood. Like, uh, like the, the trees up, my room has all these decorations. I like, yeah. I'm in the mood. And I think too, like when I'm recording my music, whenever I'm working on my next project, I always like find the Christmas song to be like, oh, when we're in the middle of doing tracks for projects, this is something we can work on. So I like having it ready to go. So when I'm like booking my studio sessions, it's like, oh, we have like an open time here for recording let's do the christmas song now because what people like need to realize that it's like oh like november rolls around and somebody wants to write a christmas song to release well you got to write it then you got to record it so you can't really wait until the holiday season comes to get it because there's not enough time mm. so i try yeah. to like, do it the year before and then just have all year to figure out when best to record it and then go do that yeah for sure because i've definitely seen some musicians that'll do it like they'll they'll be writing it in october end of october beginning of november but they just have that ability to go it they have the ability the money the whatever to mm. once november hits it's like okay the song's ready let's go record it and we'll have it out by december one yeah or whatever that first that thursday yeah <laughs> what's that I, it would stress me out writing something like end of October, November, and getting it out. Because I like to let my songs sit for a while and like see if they're how I like it. So just the thought of like writing something and releasing it two months later, not for me. <laughs> I feel it. it. It's you know, it's different strokes for different folks. It's it's uh, some people can do it, some people can't. I see yeah. it a lot a lot more frequently with musicians that are doing like cover songs. They'll yeah. go right in like November. But, you know, with writing music, you just never know when something's going to hit. So Yeah, yeah, for sure. It might be a Christmas in July situation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so with uh, Winter Cold out, it's been out for about, a, uh, actually, exactly a week coming up here in a couple of hours. Um, what's kind of the plan moving forward? Are you already looking at the next release after christmas or are you going to just kind of focus in on this the christmas song for next year so i think like uh winter cold is my last release of the year so mm -hmm. that's my last release of 2022 i released a lot of music this year and i have a studio session booked for december 30th and i'm mm -hmm. going to start working on new material for a new project so i think like in terms of songwriting this this month i definitely want to focus on the christmas song of course for next year mm -hmm. 
and then really going over the songs i'm going to start recording in december to make sure those are all good and ready to go and i'm also going to be doing another cover song um it's still a surprise but earlier this year i released a cover of homecoming queen by kelsey ballerini and it's still doing amazing and so i wanted to do another cover so that's probably going to be my first release of next year as i sort out my original music Mm -hmm. so that's coming and then i'm working on new material for an ep or mini album depending so lots more music coming next year but i'm just ready to focus more on the writing and Mm -hmm. get ready for what's to come nice are you doing any shows this christmas season or not really not really i know if i mentioned this on this show before or not but i prefer the writing and recording to performing live i consider Mm -hmm. myself to be a songwriter so i do play live quite a bit like i played a lot this summer but if i would have to choose between like writing and recording and performing to be the writing so Mm. i'm not doing any performances this christmas but i do have things scheduled for next year already that i'm going to be playing live um so i'm really excited for those nice that's cool that's really cool and so uh for anybody that hasn't had a chance to listen to winners or winter cold obviously winter is cold what am i talking about (laughs) Uh, but uh for anybody that hasn't had a chance to listen to winter cold it's up on all the major streaming platforms they could pretty much get it anywhere yeah you can get it anywhere um i'm on all the platforms to me michelle and i hope you love this song it's a really special song to me that i think touches on some parts of the holiday season that aren't talked about as much which is that Christmas is a very festive time, obviously, but it can also bring up some melancholy emotions for some of us for various reasons. And so this song kind of touches on how I have a lot of hopes and dreams and goals for myself and this happiness around me that kind of is a fire that burns in my heart. It's like a metaphor for keeping out the winter cold, which is some of the not so festive emotions that can come up so i hope this song resonates with a lot of people because i know that the holidays can be difficult in many Mm -hmm. ways for people so i hope this song can be a comfort 100 percent. so since it is the christmas season i do have some christmas centric questions Uh (laughs) what is uh one of your uh, favorite memories of christmas growing up Oh, definitely. Um, My sister and I, every Christmas Eve, we put out cookies for Santa and we also put out carrots for his reindeer, which not many people put the carrots out too, but we did the carrots. And then we always like, you know, put on our pajamas and we sat in Mm -hmm. front of the tree or by the fireplace with the cookies and the milk too. And we got a picture every year. So it was really fun with my sister. And uh, she's actually going to be home this year. So I might actually make her recreate a picture and we might do that we'll see (laughs) that's funny that's awesome i i remember growing up we did the cookies and the milk and then i think it was after the santa claus after the santa claus came out we started putting out the carrots for the reindeer because (laughs) I I, i think in the in that movie they mentioned or something about carrots so oh that's funny yeah um reindeer or the reindeer the carrots not the carrots the reindeer oh my gosh don't want to make any sense (laughs) oh and then what uh obviously right now christmas movies are a big thing what's uh one of your uh, favorite christmas movies home alone hands down 
that's really? my favorite. It's so funny. That's definitely my favorite. Polar Express is a close second, mm. um, but Home Alone is always the favorite. Yeah. I just watched Polar Express for the first time last year. Oh, my but, God. The first time? Where it, it was <laughs> No, it, it's not because I didn't know it existed. It was just one of those things where I was like, I, I, I just, it didn't appease to me. And last year, I think it was like on Black Friday, they had a bunch of uh, Christmas DVDs like on sale. And I was like, okay. I started buying some of them. <laughs> and I think that one was like five bucks maybe. And I was like, okay, I'll throw it in there and, you know, add it to the Christmas collection and what have you. And I sat down and watched it and I was like, oh, this is pretty good. It's really good. I I love this song. I think it plays during the credits, Believe by Josh Groban. It's Mm. such a good song. It's so good. Yep. 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 Home Alone's another good one. That's a classic every year. That's a must- it's to me it's one of those things where yes it takes place during christmas mm-hmm. but it kind of falls in that die hard category for me where it's like is it a christmas movie isn't it yeah but, i don't know yeah. i i don't know just, that's just me but um <laughs> yeah it is what it is but i'd say for me ooh there there's so many classics It'd have to be A Christmas Story, just because that's the one okay, I've watched. Yeah, that's a good one. That's the one I've watched every year for, yeah. for forever and a day. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. And then they just came out with the sequel for it. And that's an interesting, interesting one. So, yeah. But no, that's cool. And then what what are your plans this year for Christmas? Are you just spending it with your family? Yeah, definitely. My sister's coming home. So I'm going to see her. And we might go away somewhere for Christmas nearby. Just like we, my my dog and my sister's dog are going to be here too. So we might do a little family road trip somewhere. Um, we're still determining that, but definitely spending it with my family and my friends as well. So, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. And um, so, yeah, no, that's cool. It's, uh, it, it's, it's interesting, like getting to travel during Christmas. It's... Uh, I, as long as I can drive, I'm usually pretty okay with it because I hate flying during Christmas. Cause it's, <laughs> it, that's just like the worst. Flying any other time is fine, but the last two years that I've flown somewhere for Christmas, I always get stuck behind the screaming baby and everything's <laughs> super packed and like crowded and I'm cramped in a corner. And it's like, yeah, it gets me there in a tenth of the time. But driving, I could take my time. I can, you know, I'm in control. And yeah. if I just, like, if the family's getting on my nerves or whatever it is, hey, guess what? I got my car. I can leave. So. Yeah, no, I can empathize completely with the flying on Christmas because before the pandemic, we went to Key West one year, but we flew home mm. on Christmas Eve. And then another year, I believe we were in St. Thomas, one of the oh, Virgin well. Islands. And both times we came home, the one time there was like 
the air on the plane broke i kid you not and like it was they were passing out like wet cloths for us to put on our heads because it was like sweating on the plane and the other time there was something wrong with the plane we were supposed to get on so we had to switch planes and then it was like running behind schedule and the, the pilot was like so mad he's like i just want to get home because he lived in pittsburgh too so he's like i want to get home for christmas and like all this stuff's going on so i completely agree like flying during christmas is always uh very interesting yeah. Yeah. And my dad, my dad's a pilot. So he's like all about flying. He's like, oh, fly, fly, you know, fly as much as you can. And it's like, dad, you're a like, they treat you different. <laughs> he's like, oh, it's amazing. And it's like, I, he flew from, uh, he came out here to Texas to visit me back in October. So he flew from my or Miami or Fort Lauderdale. Cause he lives in South Florida. And he flew to, flew to Austin, Texas, because I was in San Antonio at the time, and I was going to drive back here to Waco. And he was just like, man, I don't know why I don't fly more often. I loved it. It was amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, what happened? Oh, <laughs> like, because they saw that I was, uh, that I used to, because he used to fly for Spirit Airlines, so he, yeah. he gets uh, free flights for life, because yeah. that's just one of the benefits. He's like, yeah, they... They saw that I was a captain and that I used to fly there and they bumped me up to first class. And I'm like, well, <laughs> that's why you enjoyed it. You were in that's first class. You're so sitting good. there with <laughs> seats as big as sofas. That's so good. Oh, my gosh. It's like, but you don't get to experience us uh, mm -hmm. sardine can people in the back just all bunched up together. Like, yeah, it was it was fun. He started laughing. He had a good That's laugh funny. about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you know, it is what it is. So, um, so winter cold is out now. People can get it. Do you have any, um, plans of do doing a music video for it? Or is that not kind of, no, not for no. this. I still haven't oh. done a music video. It's been a whole thing. Like I wanted to do a music video for one of the songs on my EP. It is what it is. Mm. Every time you say it is what it is, I try not to laugh because that's the name of my EP. You know? um, but no, I wanted to do a music video for that. But like it was impossible to find somebody who was like reliable. Then like people didn't know what they were doing. And it just wasn't good quality, like things I was seeing. And I was like, I'm not investing in something that's not going to turn out good so it just hasn't happened at the right time mm. yet but i definitely want to do a music video at some point but i think doing it for a song that isn't christmas would mm -hmm. give it a wider reach because holiday songs like people only listen to it really during the holidays mm -hmm. so i wanted to do it for another one but yeah it went gotcha. to is a very special song to me so i hope everybody likes it awesome and i, I just want to clarify i am not saying it is what it is to be funny like i that is literally a phrase that comes out of my mouth three to ten times a day i know me mouth. too it's so funny it's, so many people say it and it's really funny because that's the name of the project <laughs> it, it's what really makes it funny is people get mad when i say it and i'm like it's true though like <laughs> it, yeah okay i can't do that it is what it is like you can't change like when you can't change something yeah. there's no better way to phrase it than it is what it is yeah that's why like that was the perfect title for my project and somebody did say to me they're like that's such a common phrase i said yeah that's such a common phrase but it captures the essence of this project perfectly and everybody says it so like that's like my project and it's like a very well-known phrase so yeah. it is what it is <laughs> oh 100 percent 100 percent and hopefully catch a little of that Google SEO where people type in, it is what it is. 
you know, it, it works. It plays. Uh, but I do want to thank you for jumping on here and chatting with me for a little bit. Um, if anybody wants to check out Winter Cold or It Is What It Is or any of your projects or just interact with you on social media, where's the best place to find you? Yeah, so everything is on my website, which is demiemschwartz.com. That's D-E-M-I-M-S-C-H-W-A-R-T-Z.com. My handle on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook and YouTube is the same thing, at Schwartz. And literally everything is on my website. My music, my podcast, blog, shop, how to contact me. It's all right there. Awesome, awesome. Well, once again, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you for coming in at the last minute. I was I was stressing a little bit. I'm sitting there. I knew I had you like we had talked a couple of days ago and kind of laid it out. Like if something changes that we'll get you in. Yeah. And because I knew in the back of my head, I was like, somebody's going to back out. It all. Like, yeah. I don't go through a month of podcasts without at least one person backing out. <laughs> and if like, you know, if somebody doesn't pack or if nobody backs out, cool great like i didn't like you know whatever but knowing yeah. how the podcast goes somebody is going to back out <laughs> it is oh, going oh, to happen so, um but glad we were able to get you in and chat and you know just kind of hang out a little bit yeah but once again thank you everybody for tuning in and we will see you all later bye <laughs>